Welcome everybody to the episode one of, I forget. Uh, common sense. Thank you. It's not common anymore. Apparently my co-host has none. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, your host, Ryan, or uh, Rai Rai, or whatever you want to call him. Or as I call him, Brian. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is uh, my co-host. Sidekick Pearson. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You you uh, have an equal opinion in place here. All right, enough <laughs> goofing off. Um, I just wanted to get right into it t- this week. Uh, we're looking at the July t- 31st um, league results today. Woo! And I just wanted to go over them a little bit with you guys so I can help Answer that question for all those with the burning desire to know what deck to take this week to the store to beat on their uh, local nerds with. And I'd say uh, it's there's a pretty well rounded um, it's pretty well rounded this week actually. We got a. Uh, at Boros Aggro, these are all 5-0 decks. Boros Aggro, Burn, Elves, Mono Blue Delver, Mono Green Aggro, Mono White Heroic. That is uh, my budget deck of the week, I would say. Mono White Heroic is a really good deck. For those of you who don't want to spend a lot of money, you can get a... Uh, right now, as of August 2nd, 2019, um, yeah, we're... The Monterey Heroic is sitting at $42, or 12 tickets if you're playing online. That's really cheap um, for this format. Only cheaper than that would be like a Red Deck Wins kind of thing, which is right below that. Um, but we'll get into the, all the decks. There's also... Um, white. We got Jeskai, we got uh, then a 4-color, and then a 5-color. That's probably just Tron. Um... Blue red Delver, blue red green, blue black green, yeah, Tron. Okay, so yeah, I guess those are all just weird, janky decks. Probably Snowgo. Um, top 10 cards of the week right now are Counterspell at number 10. Um, 16 copies being used out of all the decks I just listed off. Anyway, number 9 is Hydroblast. Number Eight is Core Sky Fisher. Number seven is Power Blast. Number six is Electricery. And then we're just going to go to Prophetic Prism, Lightning Bolt, Mole Drifter, Relic of Progenitus, and Arkham's Astrolabe at number one, being used in 44.44% of the decks. 32 copies out of 17 5.0 decks. So, um, I just want to delve into some of these. Uh, jankier brews. We've all we're all familiar. Most of you listening to this show should be familiar at this point with Boros Aggro, Burn Elves, Mono Blue Delver, Mono Green Aggro, Mono White Heroic, Tron, uh, Scred, which is they're calling it Blue Red Delver, but I imagine there's some Scred in there. If not, then maybe they just cheaped out on the land because mm, it's 111 dollars. It's one of the most expensive decks. Well, hey, at least uh, some of the decks that we said we feared most on the last podcast actually ended up ranking. <laughs> yeah, they usually do. Boros, Elves, and Tron. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see. Red. This is this one's just simply titled R. Okay, by Rodeo. This one. Uh, it's a goblin deck. Why couldn't you just name it Goblins, man? <laughs> we got four Foundry Street den- Denizen. Um, whenever a red creature enters the battlefield under your control, he gets plus one plus zero until end of turn. There's 34 creatures in the deck, so that's a pretty good start. And he's only 72 cents for his, uh, an entire playset, if you don't know him. Um, Goblin Bushwhacker, mm-hmm. uh, another great addition. That one's got the red kicker, and uh, if you pay the kicker when he enters, then all creatures you control get plus one plus zero and gain haste until end of turn. So that's really awesome. Goblin Cohort, um, that's a one red, two two. Can't attack unless you play a creature spell this turn. Uh, Bushwhacker's a one one for one red. Uh, just red. I, I don't. Anyway, we got Jack, four jackal familiar. It's one red, two two. He can't block or attack alone. Mog conscripts, same thing as the goblin cohort for those. Four burning tree emissary. That's the you can spend red or green. You spend red or green like twice, and you get a two two that gives you a red and a green mana when it comes to play. Mud Brawler Cohort. He's a 1 and a red for a 1-1 one, one haste. It gets plus 1, plus 1, as long as you control another red creature. Okay. And then we got Valley Dasher, 2-2. Two, two, uh, for 1 and a red, he's a haste. And taxi churn if possible. Goblin Hill Cutter. He's got a dash cost of 2 and a red, or you can play him for 3 and a red. He's a 3-2. Whenever he attacks, tap target creature. Or target creature can't block his turn. Might as well say tap target. Well, no, it's not the same thing. But still. Then they're running two chain lightning, three goblin grenade, and four lightning bolt. And 17 mountains. And the sideboard's three electricery, three flame slash, three, two flare and pain for those uh, fog and frog loops that we like to see in uh, Tron and, and uh, Tortured Existence lately. Uh, Smash the smithereens. It's in there to, for... Affinity and Arkham's Astrolabe, which is not in this deck. Sparksmith. Deals X damage to target creature and X damage to you, where X is the number of goblins in play. For, you know, Old Monk's Crusher probably. That would probably be the one thing that Sparksmith is really in there for. And two Molten Rain for Tron, of course. <coughs> but those are also good on Snowland. You, sometimes. Not usually, but... Flame Slash, you know, that's straight four damage. I feel like if they were running 17 uh, Snowlands, they might as well be playing Scrud there. But they don't have 17 Snowlands, so they just have 17 Mountains. And that is red, as it, or R as it is titled, um, by Rodeo. Not bad. Um... Yeah, goblins. Uh, I would say uh, for those with the burning question. Okay, we're in under the ten mar- minute mark. Sorry, I've been blathering a little bit about this league's this uh, recent league result, but I'd say yeah, if you're looking to pick up a cheap deck, you could run that red deck I just read off, or you could run the mono white heroic or mono green aggro. Those are all three budget friendly forty dollar decks. Um, it looks like we're like into the era of where decks are going to pretty much be costing you about $100 to run. But that's probably because of Arkham's Astrolabe and Snowlands being about a dollar a piece. Depending on where you get them. Um, 
But I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent there, and I apologize. Uh, what would be your deck pick of the week this week, Pearson? What would you choose to take to a tournament based off the league results we're looking at here today? Well, based off the Popper League results, most people are playing Scred pretty much without calling it Scred. Um, so, yeah, if you can't beat it, then join it. So, uh, maybe look into playing Scred or testing out your decks against it, at least, considering it's... 24 decks. 24 decks. 11% of the meta. Only just about 10, 1 out of 10 people, your local game store is probably going to be playing the Scred deck. Yeah, and it's really cool how Popper's so diverse, like, with the meta, you know? Yeah, and some would argue that, oh, Arkham's Astrolabe's making everything just... But, I mean, they're... We just the first deck we read to you guys was just red goblins, and there's no scred in that deck at all. Now this deck runs four core sky fisher, two seeker of the way, two archaeomancer, one custody squire. That was a really cool one. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with that one, it's got will of the council. It's from conspiracy. I know one of the ugly redheaded stepchild of Magic the Gathering, but for four and a white, you get a three three flyer that when it enters the battlefield, starting with you. Each player votes for an artifact creature or enchantment card in your graveyard. Return each card with the most votes or tied for the most votes to your hand. So you're going to just basically pick whatever card you want. And then your player has to agree with you or give you another card out of their graveyard too. So that's just it's busted. Anyway, Mole Drifter, there's three copies of that. Two copies of Brainstorm, three Ephemerate, that's another really good card right now. Um, if I've yep. said it before, and I'll say it uh, repeatedly until it gets banned, if it gets banned. I don't want it to be, and I don't even have a discussion about that, so let's move on. Yeah. Flame Slash, Lightning Bolt, I'm sorry, one Flame Slash, two Lightning Bolt, two Ponder, four Preordain, four Scred, four Counterspell, one Remove Soul. Uh, it's a counter-target summon spell for one and a blue. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, it's pretty good. Two Mystic Remora. <clears throat> I like that. I may have to try this one out myself. Four Ash Barrens, nine Snow-Covered Island, two Snow-Covered Mountain, two Snow-Covered Plains, and two Terramorphic Expanse. Also, then they're running... Uh, it's called, on Goldfish, they're calling it White, Blue, Red, Green, because there's two copies of Weather the Storm in the sideboard. I mean, with Arkham's Astrolabe, you could, I love it. I, I saw a Boros list that was running Mystic Remora in there, too. It's like, you can just splash whatever you want in there. As long as you got at least four copies of Astrolabe, and maybe some Prophetic Prisms. This guy's not running any, uh, or this sample deck it doesn't have any. Anyway, the rest of the sideboard is two Electricery, three Hydroblast, three Pyroblast, one Red Elemental Blast... I guess they didn't have the fourth uh, Hydroblast or, or Pyroblast. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, hmm. yeah, the fourth Pyroblast. They had to go and put a Red Elemental Blast. Swirling Sandstorm. One copy of that. One Oblivion Ring. And that's the deck. It's not bad. Um, yeah. I'd say the decks I mentioned and, and your pick for the week would have a pretty tough matchup. But... That's a tough call. I mean, aggro versus control. It's a classic matchup, and there's it's either it's just a race, you know. But 
control you usually play with your life as a resource until you get set up and then it's all over so that's a good pick um wow we've seen a some black decks showing up in the meta again um but not much none from this week actually let me get back to the results here but um so we've got our picks for the meta decks you should play if you're playing meta deck meta net decks however uh, we have a new, I have a new secret obsession pet deck that I want to try that's kind of rogue at this point, but it won't take long for, well, it's not really rogue, because it's, it's basically Acid Trip, but with the inclusion of Core Sky Fisher, I'm sorry, not with the inclusion of Core Sky Fisher, because it's always run Core Sky Fisher, with the inclu- inclusion of Akram's Astrolabe, um, and, and if Springleaf Drums in there, um, I saw it on Reddit, I and just in passing. I don't remember whose post that was, and I'm sorry. I'm just throwing that out there. I think that's also a good choice. You could do, like, an Acid Trip deck, because Tron uh, is always going to, I think, show up to the party each week. So yeah. if you get paired against Tron, that would feel so good if you have an Acid Trip deck. Um, so that would be... Uh, we should have a each pick a net deck and then have a rogue pick of the week. Uh, do you agree with my pick, or do you think there's something better than that for a rogue deck this week? For a rogue deck? Um, hmm. I don't know. I I mean, me and you played Acid Trip a few times. I didn't think it was really that strong. Well, what I'm about the one at this... you're currently playing? Okay, so I most recently was playing Tortured Existence, uh, Golgari Tortured Existence. It was pretty badass. Um, Reality Acid, yeah, that could could take down Tortured Existence. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, But could Tortured Existence take down Scred? I've... I feel... Hmm. We should do that. We should play that out. Um, it will. I feel like Scred would probably take it, but... Uh, I also want to see what uh, what the uh, Acid Trip... The new Acid Trip deck would look like against Scred. But, anywho... So, it's... it's This week, it's a little tougher to answer. We're still figuring out the format, you know? But uh, that's my recommendations. The, these are our recommendations. If you have options, you know, go for one of those. Um, if you don't, you could always go buy yourself Mono White Heroic for $40. Uh, they're running four Defiance Strike, four Akron, or I can't pronounce it, or Arcoen. Arkham's Astrolabe. No, not that one. Oh. Oh, a Crow and Skyguard. Thank you. Yeah. Deathblade Elite, three of those, three Seeker of the Ways, four Laguna Band Trailblazer, Four Marge Unscathed, four Mutagenic Growth. That's going to cost you a little bit if you're the budget player. Um, it does. Rec- this one has four Relic of Progenitus in the sideboard, but you could literally put um, Tormod's Crypt in there. It's essentially the same and not as expensive. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you're going to spend a little bit of money on the Mutagenic Growth. You don't necessarily have to have four graveyard hate cards in the sideboard, but well, it is good though. Like it's especially relic, with heroic. Relic is a really strong card. 
I feel like it's worth getting a place set. Um, this particular one runs three copies of Brilliant, Brilliant Hallow I've never seen before. It's, uh, well, I've seen it before. I haven't seen it ran in the list before, but it's a Urza Saga card. One in a white. Enchanted Creature gets plus one, plus two. When it's put into a graveyard from play, return Brilliant Hallow to owner's hand. It's like Rancor. Dude, now that's a highlightable card. Brilliant Hallow. I was going to say my card pick of the week is Tainted Strike, which is also a really good card. It's an instant, one black, and it gives your creature plus one, plus zero, and your creature has Infect. Instant. You know. Oh, by the way, you're taking ten Infect with your sitting there with your hundred and some odd life from playing <laughs> Weather the Storm a hundred times. Go ahead and die to Infect. I only have to hit you ten times with that. So, Tainted Strike is a really good card. Brilliant Hallow. If you're trying to play white and you don't want to use green, boom, there's your Rancor, basically. That's yeah. not bad. That's Those are highlightable cards. Uh, I did that one on accident, but I was I definitely had Tainted Strike on the list. Um, and I'm sorry that that came up so late in the game. We're going to do the highlight and the deck of the week. I think we're going to move that to the face of our programming. And I promise that we'll fix the, the intro song. I... I can yes. hate it too, okay? We understand I, that. <laughs> can't stand our intro right now. Um, anyway, so the uh, the deck, just so you guys know, has four Hyena Umbra also, four Ethereal Armor, four Cartouche Solidarity, two Stave Off, which is another conspiracy card. Target creature gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. Uh, it's a cheap card. They're at 15 cents a copy right now, so that's a good one to go buy. Uh, I need to get some for myself because I've never heard of that card and don't have any. Um, the problem therein is sometimes you can't find it at your local game store, and then you have to order online, and then the card people don't want you to order for less than two bucks, and you got to pay a dollar for shipping. And, and like four different stores have one copy that costs 15 cents, and so then you have to spend a dollar and 85 at each store plus shipping and handling. So then you're spending like 10, 15, 20 bucks for four 15 cent cards. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, rant over. Um, the rest of this deck is has been read off except for the sideboard. It's three devout harpist. That one's from. Uh, Urza's Legacy, it's a white for a 1-1, tap, destroy, target, creature, enchantment. That's not too bad, and seeing as how remove enchantments... Or, Disenchant? Was, no, oh, no, 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 remove enchantments? God, that card is so good. From Legends, it's one white, um, and it's kind, of, kind of, it's kind of confusing. It's more wordy, I think, than Oubliette, so... If you know the, the basis of the card is it puts all your enchantments back into your hand and destroys the rest. So that's really good against Zubliet. Anyway, Gaze of Justice. One white. This is a Time Spiral card. This one's interesting too because I've not run across this one often and do not remember it from my days in Time Spiral. One white. Sorcery. As an additional cost to play Gaze of Justice, tap three untapped white creatures you control. Okay, so it's uh, got a Convoke of three. Remove target creature from the game. All right, so for one white, that is... That's baller. One white, three Convoke, and you can remove target creature from the game. And it has a flashback of five and a white. Hmm. 
you may play this card for its additional for its flashback cost and any additional cost. So you would still have to tap the three convoke. But yeah, not a bad card. Um, I like Exile myself. That's a good old card. It's two and a white. I'm giving you guys away too many cards this week. I gotta I gotta shift gears back to low gear on this. But Exile is a great one that got down down sh- down from uh, rare to common. Uh, I'm not sure where or when. Sorry, but it's basically an unmake for two and a white. Yeah, instant remove target exile target creature from the game. All right, so anyway, but that card's not in this deck. Uh, this deck runs two Gutshot, three Lifelink, and then the four Relic of Progenitus, which could be replaced with Tormod's Crypt or Nihil Spellbomb. Or, I mean, if you had, like, Arkham's Astrolabe in the deck and you were running Snowland, I don't know, that would be kind of ridiculous, though. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say you could use, um, like, Crypt Incursion or... Uh, there's a handful of other graveyard hate cards, um, but yeah, graveyard hate like is 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 essential because if you've never played against a Tron deck and had them loop a fog over and over each turn, um, or tortured existence. Yeah, tortured existence can loop a spore frog. It's basically the same thing, and it, well, and it could be moments peace, and you exile in the graveyard and messes with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exile in the Graveyard is powerful these days. And it's almost like I want to brew a rogue deck that just plans for these things. It's it's like got artifact hate, graveyard hate. Burn hate. You know, you gain lots of life uh, and you're hitting people with infect. Um, that would be a, a central deck. Maybe it has like shadow creatures. So like total evasion because no one plays shadow. <laughs> I don't know. I guess if everybody started listening to this program, then everybody would be playing what I think everybody should be playing, and then it wouldn't. It, it would be weird. But I'm digressing off that. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so I just thought of something random. But has anyone ever played a, a slivers game against another slivers deck? That would not be fun. <laughs> Imagine being matched up at like your local game store's tournament. I actually had that happen to me three weeks in a row where I was playing... I don't remember what the decks were, but like, I did like a blue-red... Um, it wasn't Scred. It was like an Is It? And it, it was just like Is It creature list. <laughs> and it was pretty nice, actually. Um, and... That deck had a lot of exclude and think twice and burn. I think was in there, but it's slow. The timer was my enemy. Yeah. But anywho, I ended up playing against uh, another is it creatureless, and um, I don't know. I've, or like I played infect, and then I was against infect. Uh, it just, I don't know, that just really messes with you when if you're not, like, good at the mirror, too, which we're, we're um, trying to investigate that further, because it's one thing to have a library of all the net decks, all the meta decks, um, and have those available to play, or to, you know, sleeve up, if, if you will. All of my popper playables are sleeved, and so I can just go, I grab... You know, I have them all alphabetical order, 
So then I can just go Arkham's Astrolabe, you know, Bastion Inventor, you know, Cabal Interrogator, Defiant Strike. Yeah, also I failed to mention earlier, you know, obviously the newer slivers have slivers you control versus all slivers. Um, Yeah, and that's another thing. Um, Ryan has, of course, all the popper pretty much all the popper cards that you could want to play with. I'm still building up my collections, so we do some mirror matches, but, um, you know, other decks we're not able to do mirror matches of and test those out. But one day. So, but it's good to be, uh, to think about that when you're building your deck. If it's a meta deck, then what are you going to do when you're playing Boros versus Boros? What will you do if you get... You're playing Tron, and you're both fog-looping each other. You know, like, how do you get out of that scenario? So you have to think about these things. I mean, most... So uh, let's talk about sideboard options for you this week um, for meta decks. The biggest issue you got is Scred. So you'd be good to run uh, yourselves a um, uh, play set of Arkham's Astrolabe. <laughs> A uh, playset of red <laughs> elemental blast, a playset of blue elemental blast, but you could also do like active volcano. That's a really good one um, for. Uh, it's a red card, and it does basically the same uh, thing that hydro blood. Or I'm sorry, I get my pyro and hydro, hydro and pyro and red elemental. I get them a little confused. Okay, active volcano. <laughs> Choose one, destroy target blue permanent, or return target island to its owner's hand. It's pretty neat. There's a blue one. The card is called Flash Flood. It's one blue. Choose target red permanent or target mountain and return it to its owner's hand. Return target mountain to its owner's hand or destroy target red permanent. But those are not as powerful as the blasts because you can't counter-target spell. You just destroy a target permanent. But it's a nice little extra oomph and another little hidden gem from the past that we just got from the Unification. So you can really, really hate on red and blue and that's what Scred is basically. Uh, their main, The main cards in that deck again are I mean Scred, Lightning Bolts, Counter Spells, you know, um, but they're running uh, the Ephemerates now. Uh, they got Arkham's Astrolabe and Prophetic Prism in there, and they're using Ash Barons, relying heavily on those to get to their snow-covered mountain, usually, and there's usually only like one or two. So with that knowledge, yeah, you want to use, um, if you go against Scred, you definitely want to sideboard in your Land Hate. Land hate is a good thing to have, two copies at least, because then you can take out both their mountains. Because I've most scred lists I've seen and ran uh, usually just have two mountains, so that's a weak, big weakness there. Um, but don't forget to run some copies of Red Elemental Blast. That's choose one to counter target blue spell or destroy target blue permanent for one red mana. Uh, you're going to need Arthur Labes, uh, or you're just going to need to play, is it creatureless, maybe. 
Yeah, am I making it really confusing now for you guys? Yeah, maybe, but I'm getting you prepared mentally for what your um, potential opponents, the big problems in the in the room are going to be. The other big problem in the room is going to be Boris Agro. Uh, that can be pretty easy to deal with, though, if you can let them do all their effects and do all their spell casting and stuff. You want to sideboard in Mystic Remora against that deck also, by the way, because they just do too much, and they're not going to stop doing what they like to do just so you can not draw cards. And they're not going to pay four mana either. No. Okay. So that's how we deal with Boros, in my opinion, along with life gain. And, um, you know, just throw a weather in the, weather the storm in your deck, uh, in your sideboard, because that's good. I mean, you just play that and gain a bunch of life after Boros has done all kinds of crap. And then you draw a bunch of cards, and so you'll be better off than Boros if you do that. Uh, Tron is a little bit more of a precarious situation, but the bounce effects, uh, you're going to need to have some sort of... I mean, like, if you had, like, those... Uh, Pearson, what's that blue flying guy with... Uh, he's like a 2-2 two -two for one and two blue Storm flying. Yeah, he's undying. Uh, can only block creatures with flying. Stormbound Geist. And, uh, yeah, that's a good one um, to deal with Tron a little bit, at least, because the, what they do is they'll just stop you from making any combat damage, so you want to have some sort of way to do direct damage. They're going to have Denro Baharis a lot of times, too, which that then they make you pick up your stuff and discard a card. So you want a way to instantly deal with, like, a creature coming into play before it comes into play. Like, maybe just, yeah, remo remove soul or something like that. Um, or, uh, you know, you could run something to deal with big, clunky creatures like Ulamog's Crusher, Gurmag Angler, Denrovahara, um, all these big clunkers. you got to look out for them. Uh, so... So, you know, that could be answered easily with, like, Remove Soul or, hmm, or Doomblade. I mean, one or the other. If you got Arkham's Astrolabe, that shouldn't be a problem. It's only one color cost, you know. There's a lot of options there, actually. I mean, Bogles hasn't... hasn't seem to be a problem, but they might show up. It's still pretty safe to run a Bogles deck in this meta, I think. But yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. There is definitely a lot more hate with, like, steal or remove enchantments. That's That would be detrimental for Bogles um, if you had any copies laying around. They're $2 a copy if you could find them. If anybody wants to mail me four copies, I'd be glad to take some... Or eight copies, actually, because, hey, we're trying to do mirror matches. Anywho... If you're running Weather the Storm in your sideboard, though, you can deal with burn and a lot of other problems. Uh, you want to have Electricery in the sideboard. So your sideboard should basically be red and blue cards, if you haven't figured that out yet. Um, except for Weather the Storm, which that's basically a red or a blue card if you're running Arkham's Astrolabe and Prophetic Prism. <laughs> 
and Relic of Progenitus and Nile Spellbomb, uh, Tormo's Crypt, all the Graveyard Hate is also yeah, good you, to have you, in Yeah, that's platform. definitely a good one, too. Um, so, yeah, I think we've said enough, and uh, sorry to leave some of you guys working the grind that just love to listen and think about Popper. Um, I'm going to just leave you with your thoughts now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until and, next week. And um, also, you know, our first, our, our episode, our introduction that we did uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago or whatever, that was first. So we'll, we can only get better from there. It was a little bit, you know, glitchy at times and we apologize, but. Yeah, we had some issues with the editing on this pod bean. I thought it was pod, pod <laughs> beam. <laughs> pod beam. I thought pod it was pod beam. beam. With an M on the end, but it's Podbean. Anywho, uh, I want to say thank you to all the Redditor commenters that uh, gave us some good advice on what to hear about. Please feel free to chime in with your comments on this page or our YouTube page once this becomes re-uploaded. And we're also, we have a Patreon, and... We'd appreciate a little help. It would feel so good. Even if it's only a dollar, anything helps, and we super appreciate it. And you'll get your name in our YouTube credits for our YouTube series. Uh, We're going to be doing more YouTube videos, but less YouTube videos, I think, and more podcasts. Unless you guys, the crowd, decide that you like us. I don't know. You just... We're going to play it by ear, either way. So, hit our Patreon right now. It's patreon.com forward slash poopredicts. That's our YouTube channel name is uh, youtube.com forward slash... Uh, I, I assume it's that poopredicts. <laughs> but uh, either way, find us on YouTube. It's pretty easy and sticks out there. Just It's P-O-O-P-E-R-D-I-X. Um, that is actually... They play on words for many of you who may not know, because we play popper decks, and it sounds like pooper decks. I'm going to play some pooper decks. So anyway, a lot of people don't get that reference, and we may end up changing that, like uh, we mentioned in our first episode. Until then, it's kind of funny, and we you know, like to play on words. Also, we're going to focus on budget stuff, with our name being Common Sense. It's just, it seems uh, like, you know... Common sense. <laughs> anyway, you guys have a great week, and we will get at you next week. Thanks for listening. Over and out.